0: Hello, everybody, welcome to another episode of HB Critical. It's a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm Jarrell, and I am joined by Christy. Pika Pika. And Brandon. Hello, it is almost Halloween. I'm holding a pumpkin bomb like Hobgoblin. Yeah. And
1: Gabe. Remember, you are Knuff.
0: And. That's it, just us. That's it. There's no there's no special guests. It's just us today. Um, so uh, we got quite a few things to talk about. Um, how's everybody been? Just generally. Good, bad, in between Good. 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 Like to be good.
2: I'm here. I'm good. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, being here is better than being alone. Cause what's better than talking to your favorite friends about video games? I right? You, you million always write Terrell. But uh,
3: what? A million dollars won't buy you friends. What well not real friends anyway. <laughs>
0: someone different. can definitely buy me me a and Terrell would become best <laughs> like, friends if i had a million dollars a day oh boy i would be yeah um so let's just talk about news then um mm. speaking of uh you know new games that have come dollars. out so, <laughs> uh, well kind of speaking of million dollars and new games that have come out let's talk about spider-man 2 uh, marvel's yeah. spider-man 2 Recently, Insomniac said that they're going to fix the flag in Miles Morales' apartment because they accidentally put the Cuban flag uh, over the game in multiple places instead of the Puerto Rican flag because, you know, the guy is not Cuban, he's Puerto Rican. Um, And so my quick question for you guys about this is what are your reactions to this story, first of all, the the fact that they put the Cuban flag instead of the Puerto Rican flag? Um, And... uh, what does it mean to make what could have been an innocent mistake on something that is considerably possibly a sensitive topic? Honestly,
3: it's a pretty silly mistake because miles's apartment is in miles Morales and they got it right there. Like the Puerto Rican flag is in his house. So the fact that they got it wrong for two is like, how did, how did that happen exactly? (laughs) That's the question. like, Like, like they responded quick and it's definitely like an innocent mistake, but I'm just like, I just, I don't know how this happens. Like it's a It's a, like if it, if they never did it once. Like I, I guess it's an easy mistake because the human <laughs> player and porting playing are very, very similar, similar. With like we're uh, very similar. But like again, this is they've done it. <laughs> like I, I I don't. understand. but, 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 but
2: like 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 how I, did they miss it during the QA?
3: Like, uh, like, uh, like, I don't feel like. <laughs> like like I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just, confused. That's honestly my reaction. Is like, how does this happen? <laughs> just like, you have to chuckle a little bit. It's like, how'd you mess this up,
0: man? Some people are very upset by this. Just say, and I, uh, you know, as right, a I'm Puerto not... Rican. Oh, go ahead.
1: As a Puerto Rican, I can't even talk shit because I've confused our flags a million times Aren't before. You?
0: I really thought you were Dominican. I'm Puerto Rican, Dominican. Yes. Okay, that is am split. I do not know you were a Puerto Rican. I thought you were just Dominican. I thought you're Dominican and Dominican. No. I thought you were Puerto Rican as well. Look at you, just a little ethnicity everywhere. Um, yeah, Gabe said he 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 confuses it himself, and he's Puerto Rican, so it's okay. <laughs> Let me not. I don't do that. I I don't I don't prescribe to that notion of thinking. Um, to be fair, though, and like I I know I'm gonna
1: catch flack for this, but most Puerto Ricans are probably just like oh okay are they gonna fix it okay because uh, again it's not it's not something that's done intentionally like they they weren't like let's yeah. let's yeah. fucking around with the puerto know? rican community and make it a cuban flag because that has to be one of the like that's how you that's how you lose
0: faith in your company if you do something like that on purpose well if you got it right the first time there's only one way you could get it wrong the second time is it it the same is it the same oh this is in the way no well there's another way (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs)
3: poor poor, poor intern could have just hit the color
0: shader incorrectly the funniest thing I saw about this was a tweet that said uh, I feel so bad for I'm paraphrasing it but it was like I, I feel so bad for the colorblind intern who made this mistake um which like uh, that's oh. that's suck. Like, <laughs> that suck like to be fair oh. if you switch the colors around you pretty much got it right so like i thought that was <laughs> funny. That's what i'm saying um, like instead instead instead
3: of dragging and dropping the intern simply did, did a shader by accident they did color inversion like, by
0: accident and they're like Fuck. yeah 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 exactly. it's already out there guys there's nothing we can do about it nobody will notice and then the first thing you notice is hey that's not quite a yeah, the flag's a little different. Uh, what were you going to say, Gabe? I'm sorry I cut you off.
1: I was going to say it, this could be one of the talking points if in a couple of months it somehow leaks that the team was uh, pushed too hard.
3: Mm. You know, usually that happens
1: after a game comes out. It's like, oh, there is this much crunch happening.
3: Mm, always possible too.
0: Damn, that moment where you have to make sure you press record.
1: Um, that so- moment where you have to
0: make sure the colors are right. <laughs> many <laughs> whatever like whatever um so to continue on the van of spider-man 2 um this article from ign says uh marvel spider-man 2 is the fastest selling playstation studios game uh, by wesley vinpool uh it says marvel spider-man 2 has enjoyed huge sales success become the fastest selling playstation studios game over a single day period insomniac's playstation 5 exclusive sold through more than 2.5 million copies in 24 hours sony has revealed that figure includes pre-order sales of individual units and units bundled with PS Five. What was there like a PS Five bundle for Spider-Man Two that I didn't know about? Yeah, mm, yeah,
1: yeah, was... the, the Spy- yeah. The uh, PS5, the Spider the Spider-Man PS Five that has a casing I that came with the game too.
0: It preloaded,
1: yeah, uh, not okay, preloaded. Okay. It, um, you were able to. You had a, you had. It was paid. It. Okay, the bundle came got with got the game. It, it wasn't preloaded. Yeah, my bad. Wow. It was, it was yeah, yeah, preloaded.
3: You could get it. Oh yeah. Sorry. I, but I, I do understand I the confusion the though because <laughs> because because lately they've been releasing these like special edition bundles, but don't give you the game. Like for example, you could buy that Mario OLED that's in stores right now, but it doesn't come with Mario Brandon. One, so you buy that separate. Why are you bringing huh? Nintendo? Sony doesn't, do Sony
1: doesn't do that. Sony does not do Sony that. Is, every Sony Every Sony is every Sony bundle is coming with the game. No, it
3: kidding. was relevant to the, this conversation yeah, I was just kidding. why why are you, why yeah, you it's just like xbox When xbox <laughs> sold the
1: xbox series x halo edition
3: <laughs> and then you had anyway. to wait a year to get halo anyway what what um, pc comes bundled with a game i'm oh, sure a lot of them what am i saying I okay actually my pc That's came bundled anyway, with a, with final do. fantasy 15. See? There we go. There we go. See, see, um, like, I, no, no, those no. words came out of my mouth, and I really immediately realized, man, I'm, there's so many examples I'm not thinking of. <laughs> so, uh,
0: we're going off the rails here. Let me get us back. Uh, and some next PlayStation sure 5 exclusive sold through more than 2.5 million copies way. in 24 hours. Oh, yeah. Uh, that figure includes uh, pre order sales of individual units and units bundled with the PS5. The sale milestone means that Spider Man 2 has overtaken Santa Monica Studios' God of War Ragnarok at the top of the PlayStation Day 1 launch sales chart. Um, quote insomniac games holds itself to incredible high stand incredibly high standards <laughs> after we just talked about the flag uh when it comes to delivering engaging and innovative gaming uh gameplay experiences said eric limp the svp of global marketing sales and business operations at sony interactive entertainment marvel spider-man 2 is insomniac games third in- installment in the franchise for playstation built from the ground up to take advantage of the unique features of the playstation vibe the goal was to massively build off the action storylines and features of the first two games Um, blah 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 and then they just go on some more talks about more people with more quotes Um, but it concludes with it remains to be seen whether Spider-Man 2 can beat God of War Ragnarok's debut week sales tally of 5.1 million copies. God of War Ragnarok launched in November 2022 on the PlayStation 4 as well as PS5. It's worth noting that Spider-Man 2 is a PS5 exclusive and so it's selling into a smaller potential install base than Ragnarok did last year. Um, And then they go on to say more and more. But uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because one, we had a conversation, I think we had a conversation about the uh, smaller install base for games like Final Fantasy 16 that are just exclusively on PS5 and then we can look at... Uh, what month is this? November, right? Yes. Yeah. It, well, no, no, no. October. October. We're, in, we're in October. 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 Oh my God! Sorry, it's October. But God of War came uh, came out in November, so there's a very similar timeline here uh, with this game being the fastest-selling PlayStation Studios game. Um, uh, I think that makes Insomniac one of the most successful studio purchases of all the ones that we've seen so far from the purchases from uh, uh, Microsoft and uh, Xbox at least as far as day one sales and what we can uh, assume are going to be the sales over time. Um, What do you think makes this acquisition and studio stand out among all the others uh, to be able to produce games like this? I just feel like Insomniac has had, um, obviously they have made in the
3: past, in the past before their acquisition, they had made games for other systems. I think that they made Sunset Overdrive for Xbox one originally, right? And it was was so fun. Yeah. So they have a, they do have a knack for like making these like very fun like action adventure type games. But uh, they've had a very in particular close relationship with Sony even before their acquisition, and obviously that was you know made more clear once they were bought. And they're in a nice position because they really understand the PlayStation hardware and how to make the most out of it. I feel like the original Spider Man was a PS4 exclusive, and I feel like it took good advantage of the PlayStation 4. And then now, you know, we're a few years into the PlayStation 5 at this point. They've probably got the console more or less figured out at this point. The, basically, honestly, I'm seeing the stuff online, like the fast travel system and like that kind of stuff is like really, really taking advantage of the PlayStation 5, which I'm very glad it's exclusive for that very reason. But no, yeah, it's um, I think it's a good it's a good purchase because they're already close with the platform holder and it's just making it, it just seemed like a natural fit. Like before they got bought, I thought they already were. By, by, by Sony, to be perfectly honest, um, so it just seemed like a natural fit. They just really understand what they're what they're doing.
0: So what do you think uh, other companies should do to to try to uh, get things in the vein of Insomniac? Is it just like a? Is it just because this is Spider Man? Is it just because it's a single player? Is Wolverine gonna see the same thing? Is it superhero? Is it what you said, which is that they know how to work with the PlayStation? Is it that PlayStation's working well with them? Like what what do you think it is? Like what do they do? What do other studios do that have been acquired if they want this? You know, is it just quality control? Is it just figuring out? Like what what do you think? What what happened? happens next? How do other people fix their issues? Yeah, like honestly, go ahead Chrissy.
2: Oh, I was gonna say, I think it's just like fostering a relationship between the two companies. It seems like even like what Brandon mentioned, like prior to the acquisition, Insomniac had a really, really, really great relationship with PlayStation. It's like, they felt like a second party. Like they weren't really first party, but they felt like a second party game developer solely for PlayStation with how close the relationship was. So it just
3: felt natural. Yeah, honestly, I think that's the big thing. Like, the the if the partnership feels natural, I think the output is going to reflect that. There's a lot of purchases that Microsoft has made. Some of them made sense, but a lot of them were just because Microsoft needed studios. And so since they didn't already have that built-in synergy built up, like... There's a lot of work to be done if you can actually like make these like partnerships work for it to feel like you really know what kind of game you're producing for the Xbox. What can the Xbox do that the other systems can't? Like, what makes it feel like an Xbox game? And I guess Insomniac kind of figured that out with Spider-Man with, with, with theirs, and that's kind of why it's already been working. Like Insomniac, I think, is probably one of the best ones to like really figure out um, you know what the PlayStation do. That and Santa Monica Studios with God of War. I think those two are very good examples of games that really feel like they are made for PlayStation. now obviously they'll, they come out for pc later and that's just what Sony's doing now but otherwise like while they're explaining exclusives they feel like playstation exclusives if that makes sense um it's almost
1: like sorry this is really quick it's almost like it's almost like sony actually you know gives their bot studios the resources they promise you know and make sure they can work with playstations like someone else we know you know it's so
0: interesting i would have said that before but i kind of just and i could obviously wrong obviously be wrong but i kind of feel like this game has two things going for it one of them is that i think spider-man is probably the most populous like most popular superhero in the world, in the world, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> um, no, zero, zero, so, zero like... doubt about that. Spider Man is indeed the most popular. Well, if you're if you're asking the question of why this particular game, no, 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 I'm not. Because... I was just I was just responding to uh, what Gabe said, uh, and sure, I, I yeah. feel like a part of it is just that Spider Man's so big that it was going to be bought anyway. But also, I do feel mm-hmm. like Insomniac was kind of already known for really good, polished gameplay and games. Yes. period. So I I I, I would have previously said exactly what game said because he's right because you know even phil spencer came out and said we didn't give arcane studios what they needed to make this game and that's why it came out like trash like we literally just let them do whatever and then it was too late um whereas you know playstation is as we're assuming much more hands-on however Mm -hmm. i think it, you know the same conversation could be had if Microsoft purchased Insomniac. I feel like Spider-Man still would have been a great game because I feel like mm-hmm. this is more on them knowing how to make good games and working on their timeline as opposed to being forced from uh by by like being bought out and then being forced to work on a separate timeline because you have no games coming out. So it's like you you like I, I, Microsoft is kind of forcing their the hand of the studios they purchased so even if they could make good games they may not they may not still be as good as they could have been because now you're working with the company on a timeline with a set amount of you know x y and z this is what we need this is what we expect um whereas i feel like uh, playstation's very much known for its single player stuff and they have much more leeway um even though even if they do have like a a a, a slower time frame or a slower timeline i don't ever feel Feel like anything's been too rushed when it comes out, Gabe, I know you wanted to respond. Please go ahead.
1: I was gonna slightly disagree with your comment. I do not think if Insomniac had been bought by Microsoft, we would have gotten a similar Spider-Man product.
0: But they I really don't think so. Xbox games were no, exclusive. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and they they have their reputation of doing that. But guess what? This all boils down again to the debate about the Series X and the Series S. The Series S is. the more i look at it is almost just as powerful as the ps4 pro spider-man didn't come out on the ps4 for a very Mm -hmm. good reason because it couldn't they were like we're not even going to risk that because it's going to come out bad had microsoft been in Sony shoes and now we're doing the current gen consoles it would have been like hey you need to make it for both these consoles because we promised the fans you're going to get the next gen experience on both these consoles
0: Or, you're right, you're right, or it could have been, let's hold off on the release until we get the new refresh of the Series S that's supposed to make it bigger and better so that it can compete with the X and fulfill the promise that we had before. That just means everybody's going to have to wait, but then you still get it on both consoles. What about that?
1: I don't think that's a thing either, because Phil Spencer does not seem like a wait for a big game to come out, Guy. And also, remember, not remember, but to me, it also seems like they announced the refreshes despite it being leaked, but also because they saw how bad the series S, that's the digital one, right? hmm Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's how
1: bad it was doing performance-wise.
0: Well, at least I didn't pull a PlayStation and charge you more for a, never mind, we talked about that last week. Uh, I'm not going to bash PlayStation here. Let's talk a little bit more about Xbox. <laughs> Xbox. Microsoft has announced, uh, an Xbox Partner Preview event livestream that will happen on Wednesday, October 25th, uh, featuring reveals from third-party partners for Xbox Game Pass and Windows. Um, the event will show new looks and reveals of upcoming games heading to Xbox Game Pass and Windows from third-party partners. Uh, this is written by the IGN staff over at, uh, at, at IGN, um and I don't think there's too many more details it's coming Wednesday October 25th at 10am PT 1pm ET 6pm BST it's expected to last for about 30 minutes um and that's all we know so far uh, let's see, we can expect trailers and gameplay from partners, including Remedy for Alan Wake 2, Ryuga Go- Ryu Ga- Gotaku Studio for Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Studio Wildcard for Arc Survival Ascended, and Microbird Games for Dungeons of Hinterberg. Um, Microsoft has noted that the Xbox Partner Preview will not include any new information for games relating to the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. That's pretty much all we know about this. Um, So my question to you guys is, what are you expecting? What are you looking forward to? What do you think has been missing? What do you think we're going to see in those 30 minutes? Or what would you like to see in those 30 minutes? Well, given that it's a
3: third-party presentation, I don't know. I don't know if I'm predicting anything new to be announced. Based on... I think what we've been told is more or less what we're going to get. I think it's just going to be updates on those games, maybe one or two of the ones that have been announced or unannounced, but really I think it's just going to be, hey, these games are coming. they're a best on Xbox so get them there. But <laughs> otherwise it's just like it's just it's just I just expect new trailers and gameplay for the, for the games. So that's 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 my expectation. Does that what they need? Uh, they need a little more than what I'm predicting, but I just think that's what's going to be there.
0: Where's Fable? Where's w- Wild? Ever Wild? Yeah,
3: given that, that they called? said third party, I'm is not. It, I, I f- no, wouldn't expect yeah. Yeah. Isn't
1: that. Isn't Fable first party?
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 So you know what? So I, I was not going to no
1: say Fable. it's a little <laughs> mean, but mm. I feel like it's going to be like a Nintendo Direct minus the first parties.
0: I don't know what that means. Like so, a part so, so partner. You no, know, exactly what it
1: means. It, no, it means everything that's being shown could have been an email.
0: That's what I thought. So, part so, so partner directs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everwild, where's Everwild? I is that Who's first party? Everwild? That's rare. I legitimately I believe. don't even know. It's been so long. <laughs> Look, I don't even rare, know rare, who's I, making I, that
3: I, game. I, I think I think every Wild is rare limited. I think that's the only reason I was interested in it because Rare was doing it. Yeah, and rare I don't know why I feel more. that way because Rare of today is not the Rare of your. Damn. So like. Rough. No, that's just a fact. Like the studio, the the, the people that made like the old rare games that I like, like the old Donkey Kong or Banjo Kazooie like or Star Fox, not fire, They just left. They just left. Like Rare's studio <laughs> is just like comp- has completely different staff than what used to like people say oh rare should make banjo 3 it's like bro that would not be the same game well, you it don't was know. like
0: what if all the people who loved banjo are there working right now and they were like they keep trying to make us make other shit but we just want to make banjo 3 and now we can finally do it and then i don't best banjo i don't game ever yeah you, you know what you
3: could be you could be right i don't but I'll, I'll say this much i don't doubt that there's people that are rare now that grew up playing those old rare games and want to make games yeah, like the ones that they used to make and if given the chance, they could probably do a great job, but they haven't been given that chance. So who's to say? Like,
0: I just feel like it won't be exactly the same. It could still be good. It just probably won't be exactly the Nothing same. But uh, the same as what it used to be, thanks to nostalgia. That's very
3: true. That is very true.
0: And that's very true. Would. Do you know who Hated believes n- that? Yeah. Who believes that? The Final that like Fantasy VII Rebirth director. It is! Go! No! Who <laughs> calls the original JRPG a difficult title to get into today, but hopes that the sequel can be a better starting place. It's from Games Radar, written by Khan Saren. Hamaguchi wouldn't necessarily... Sorry, the original what? Uh, The original JRPG. Original FF7? A difficult, yes, the original okay. FF7, FF7 JRPG. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm sorry. Um, sorry, I didn't understand. <laughs> the tagline is, Hamaguchi wouldn't necessarily recommend his 1997 classic today. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth director doesn't think the original game is a good starting place for series newcomers. In an interview with Gadget Match during Thailand Game Show 2023, director Naoki Hamaguchi expressed that Final Fantasy newcomers might have heard the names Cloud and Sephiroth before now, but directing those potential fans to 1997's original wouldn't make sense, hence the decision to develop a... Three part remake. Quote, we understand that Final Fantasy VII is a difficult title to get into today, Hamaguchi said, but the game Rebirth is developed by, uh, developed very meticulously so it won't feel unnatural when you start playing. All the tutorials will be there, um... Okay, uh, <laughs> that's a slightly surprising perspective, since Rebirth itself is a sequel to Final Fantasy VII Remake, but perhaps the upcoming game recap prior events somehow. Either way, mm-hmm. Hamaguchi reiterated that the team created everything carefully so that even a new player can enjoy the game. Um, and yes, they've already talked about how there is going to be a like recap of what happened and how every game is going to be uh, a single entry, so you can play them all. Uh, you know, as a beginning, middle, end, uh, like complete. Game, But we won't go into the arguments about that. All I want to talk about here is how he's saying and suggesting that Final Fantasy 7, the original, is not something that he would suggest to players uh, to get into uh, the series. Which is something that I've also said because, uh, you know, I've actually played the original, but as anyone who listens to this podcast knows, I don't like playing old games because I don't think they're very good most of the time and they usually don't hold up. Um, But what do you guys think about this? Are classic titles like these uh, as old as games that are released in the 90s? Do you think that they are best tried or should you just, if there is a remake, go towards those? Do you think that some of those older JRPG or RPG titles can hold up today? At least, with the way that
1: this one, At least for this one, I'm going to agree. But that's because I've personally tried to play the old Final Fantasy yeah. VII game. And I, I don't know. I, but again, this is also my fault for not reading. But this is back to that story that I told a while ago that I remember they had announced Final Fantasy VII Remake. And then my idiot self, I think it was like a month after, like I was on the PSN store looking for something new to buy. And I saw that they had Final Fantasy VII Remastered. And I thought it was that game. It wasn't that game, And so, so I I tried playing it, and I was like, "What's so great about this game? This game stinks. It's so slow." Yeah. So at least, and and I've also tried my hand at the other old Final Fantasy uh, games. Um, I've even tried Dragon Warrior, or sorry, Dragon Quest. It's called Dragon Warrior back then, and it's just back then JRPGs. At least for me, especially, were just hard to get into because most of them lack the visual appeal that you want in a fantasy world like you look at the way they made Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 7 Remake and you're at every 5 seconds you're looking in the background like holy shit that's so pretty in the old games you kind of look in the background you're like what is that triangle doing randomly floating in the air That's that's kind of what it felt like so at least for this at least for JRPGs I do agree that if there is a remake go for the remake
0: yeah, I think there's a, you know, specifically with my 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 time with Final Fantasy VII, the original, which I only played like two or three years ago, or like 2019 maybe, 2018, 2019, right before the uh, remake, and I think what a lot of people you know I know people love nostalgia but unless you've played those games before if you're coming into those games with a modern perspective it's really really hard to play them because i there is a section and anybody who's played final fantasy 7 will know this but there's a section in that game where uh you know all the all the backgrounds are you know 2d right uh, mo- rendered mm-hmm. modeled painted whatever depending on the game and There's a section in that game where I was playing and I was like I can't walk forward I don't know what to do like I can't move because I can't see in the environment. And my lovely boyfriend was like, haha, welcome to me in 1997. We all were stuck in the same place, and we had to wait until we all figured it out. And I was like, yeah, this is some cute shit for y'all back then, but for me, who is like, I can see, and I know where I'm going in every game, it ends up God. being more frustrating than anything. I hated that train puzzle.
3: You, that's exactly fun. what I was
0: talking about. See, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> the
3: train puzzle. Yes.
0: And it's no, all just-, just because of the way the game is, right? Like, there's not, it's not that it's like, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be bad today um if we were like or, or rather it wouldn't be bad at the time like it would just be like you know that's just how games are made like this is the best we can do but it's little things like that like environment things where you can't figure out where you're going it happened to me when i was playing final fantasy 9 um there was a, a portion that was like go here and i literally couldn't figure it out because the background was painted into the like image of the screen and i was like i don't know where the fuck i'm going um so i i think it's more technical things like that are reasons that I wouldn't suggest games because it's very easy to get stuck or get lost in an older title and not just, you know, not just uh, RPGs or JRPGs, but uh, just specifically for this because I know a lot of people that are like, oh, you know, FF7 is great. Um, FF7 can actually be very confusing if you don't pay attention to what the heck is going on um, and, and read everything. You have to be really, really involved in a game like that and I think Remake does a really great job at bringing everything to you, whereas the original, uh, I got confused quite a few times i was like what the fuck is going on um and i think you know he's right and i think people need to really consider how good is that old game that you played back in 1990 something like games from the 90s right like if you played them again today are they really as good as you would suggest or should you just probably let people not be forced to play and it also happens to me with uh nintendo switch online titles some of them i tried them and i'm still like i don't know how people played this i tried playing majora's mask couldn't walk forward because the controls were not set to uh i think i talked about this because they don't have the c stick to like do whatever you got to do with the c stick it's not on the switch and i had no idea how to even move and i was like this is not intuitive at all they haven't fixed this things like that they just don't work uh christy and then gabe sorry
2: i was about to say even with the early modern games you can see it too i know we spoke about it on our jrpg podcast for Final fantasy 10 and we had some of the people, some of us, we were like, the voice acting was atrocious. How was this the greatest game? How how did people love this, this is atrocious? And you're like, well, that's what it was back then. It was great.
0: Yeah, yeah, speaking of JRPG Club, Stephanie, I don't know anyone who hasn't listened to the JRPG Club should definitely go listen to like the first episode. Um, a friend of the show, Stephanie was playing. She has never played a JRPG before. She didn't even own a PlayStation. Um, and in the in the intro of Final Fantasy 10 there's a there's a uh, tutorial in which you're playing I think as Oren and Titus and you have to like kill the enemies mm-hmm. but you're supposed to run she didn't get the fact that you were supposed to run and she died like 10 times in the beginning of the game because she kept trying to fight everything that was like coming towards her. And it's mm-hmm. things like yeah. that. Like we, we get it because we're Brandon. gamers. We've done this before. But mm-hmm. um for someone trying to play an older title like that, that that connection isn't made. Like you have to be more explicit with things like that.
2: Sorry, Like Kingdom Hearts.
0: Yes, like Kingdom Hearts. Like like Kingdom Hearts 1 and the Destiny Island at the very beginning
2: after you get the tutorial and then the island's under attack with the heartless. You're running around. I remember running around and dying multiple times before figuring out, oh, I'm supposed to go here.
0: Like that doesn't happen in modern games for the most part. Uh, But like Mm -hmm. older titles like that, that, that's what you dealt with. Uh, Gabe, you were going to say something?
1: Uh, not saying it's your fault, but on the Switch Online, there is multiple ways of using the C stick. There is the right analog stick, and then there is also pressing R two, and then, uh, and then either Y, B, or A. They each correspond to the down, to the left, down, right, and the Switch does tell you about that control scheme. So,
0: no, 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 I did figure it out. Because someone told me about it. The Switch does not, like, if you boot up a game immediately, or at least when you did, it does not tell you how to correlate those. You have to literally go look for it. It is not a one-to-one correlation in there. that's crazy. It's not at all. And I will double check after this because a hundred and I know because Brandon I think Brandon remembers me being like, What the fuck, how do I play this? Um, as does my boyfriend because at the time there is no and Brandon I think Brandon was the one who helped me figure that out, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I believe so. I think I walked into it, I had to
3: like figure it out myself because yeah, because it's not I have, there. I, have, I haven't played very many NC4 games without the n 4 control that I bought with it. Like, the only game that I don't play. Um, with that is like Pokemon Puzzle League because you really just use the D-pad and A and that's pretty much it. Yes, so
0: but it's not just control. like it's not just there and it's not intuitive. Um, yeah. It is definitely something you have to search for to figure out how to do. Because um, you, you boot up the game with some Joy-Cons and they're just going to be sitting there like what the fuck. Um, anyway, moving around.
2: Because... Wait, hold on.
0: I haven't my PC yet. Oh, you I'm noticed. sorry. I'm so sorry, please. <laughs> yeah no is, um, for anyone not watching gabe is getting his switch to try to prove me wrong right now okay so while he's doing that um yeah so for final fantasy
3: 7 i know there's a lot of people that are probably upset about that because you know final fantasy 7 is just one of those games that if you grew up in that era you played um it's so people that have a lot of nostalgia for it so being told that eh, it's probably not a good starting point i think it's very difficult for people to take off their nostalgia glasses for something that they grew up uh, playing. And I get that. There's a lot of old games that I have fondness for, even though I could probably acknowledge today they're probably not as good as I remember them being. Um, now, so as, as as someone who has a dozen hold-up series on uh, on Twitch and plays old games and find value in them, even I have <laughs> problems with old, the OG FF7. I did. Even <laughs> though I did own a PlayStation 1 growing up, um, it was mostly for licensed games that just did I was just interested as a kid like no like I didn't own Metal Gear Solid I didn't have Twisted Metal I didn't have Resident Evil I didn't have Final Fantasy 7 to the point so I didn't have that nostalgia so I really can't my the Switch port of FF7 was my very first time playing the game
4: Same.
3: and yeah no it's there's a lot that's not explained to you that you just have to like figure out I think there's fun to be had there like for the time I was playing it I was enjoying it but there's some old ass shit like we just mentioned like a few minutes ago the 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 train thing like the backgrounds just look so similar that I was just lost and I'm like where, what is a walkway and yes literally where, where, like what what part of the background is a walkway like I remember Donkey Kong Country had like those backgrounds like that but that's a side scroller you're oh you're not worried God. about where yeah. you're not worried about where you're stepping because it's literally left and right that you're not worried about that but if FF seven where was like all these different directions. I will wrap this up cuz I know games is where I need to talk some trash. Man, I know, where you can go all these different directions, you don't know where you can walk. It's it, it's rough. It is rough. But the only reason why I the only the only um counterpoint I have to all this is like, yeah, if the remake is there, why play the original? Is mo- something I would mo- say for the most part like I would never go back to the original Metroid with Zero with the Existence Zero mission for example. But the difference with FF7 remake is that like it's a remake, but it's also kind of a sequel to FF Seven. So a lot of uh, hardcore fans will tell, will kind of like, like, like you know, it's, 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 it's in, it's in a gray area in that regard. Like, I don't want to go into too much detail. I don't want to be spoiling people on FF Seven. Well, on this
2: podcast. the question is, will Kitase get his wish that Cloud has no party members at the very end?
3: I, I mean, I guess, I guess we'll see. I don't want to go into form theory thing because games is waiting. All, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, <laughs> is that there's value in still playing the original with the remake and with the remake existing, and that's I think where my only counter argument comes in. But that being said, like I would, if you're someone that has never played ff Seven, I mean, I would at least try it. You know, maybe you have a friend that give suggest... you some tips. I would no, try no. what no, no
1: no no i'm sorry i'm not going to drill on this one yeah. with with the ff7 remake available absolutely so, yeah. just jump straight into that do not try the old game i'm sorry it's it's no, all right
3: i would never deny someone I the possibility mean, that they may like they may actually like it so i'm sorry i can't agree with
2: I that mean, if you like, if, like playing old games then yes you should give it a try but if you're more like modern gamers then no
0: the game is okay like the thing is... I wouldn't have... The thing is... Like, I, have, uh, is that like, I enjoyed the, yeah. my time playing it. Yeah. However, yeah. I do think that you should just go for the best version that is going to make things clear for you, and it's going to be the best, like... Because because I think it has, it has the ability to possibly, potentially make you not like the game if you can't play it right. Like, it, I go back to... You know, Marissa loves uh, Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal. She couldn't get through and didn't like Final Fantasy X. Those are two, you know, JRPGs that are. Uh, I. I hesitate to say similar, but they're not too dissimilar. There's a reason that one works for her and one doesn't. And a lot of it is mm-hmm. mechanics-wise. It had nothing to do with the story. It could be a great story, but if you can't play the game and you can't figure out the mechanics, you're not going to like it. And that could be yeah. something that will turn someone off from something like Final Fantasy VII Remake if they start with the original and they're just like, why do people oh, like this? I, game let me,
3: oh, let me let me. be clear. Let me be clear. I'm not saying start with FF7. I'm saying, yeah, no, remakes, remakes, about that's why I oh, that's that the argument. Yeah, he's saying ah, okay. I so that's don't and that's fair. Oh, yeah, no, that's fair. I okay. In that case, I yeah, one should agree, one don't agree. In this modern age, if you, you want to get into it, yeah, maybe not the original, not the Unless you, unless like Crystal, you really like old games or old JRPGs. No, nah, no, absolutely start with the remake. But if you find you really like the remake and you want to know, you know, what's going to be different or how it's going to affect it, then I, try the original, see if you like it. If you don't, screw it. Just play the remake and get.
0: I'd say play no, the I, other I, I think people Like,
3: Ever Crisis has its issues too, though. Like, It's going to go through the whole story for you. It will. It certainly will. It's, But it's not an imperfect way to do it as well. Like, it has its own issues. Like, it's more modern, so, so you'll definitely be able to get through it a lot easier than OGFF7. But uh, I'm just curious how that gotcha's assistance is going to go. They also add some side quests here and they're Like, I have my issues with Ever Crisis, but let me not get into all that. Gabe, what is it that you wanted to. To say the draw. It does not take that long to find the controls for the game
1: for That's the C I, tells...
0: I said it doesn't it does not upfront tell you how to play it. Yes it does. No it doesn't. All
1: literally all you have to do is when you bring up the suspend menu, hit X for user guide and it tells you right there. That is the same thing as pausing your game to look at the at, at the, the the control book. Sadly, we don't get those anymore when you get when you buy a physical thing. It's literally it literally tells you right there.
0: Gabe, all I can tell you is that I know that Brandon and I had issues trying to figure it out. Now, once again, this was a while ago and it has been updated. So I cannot say that it has always been that way. And Um, I can't because that's how I figured it out. Okay, great for you, but this was, like, at least a year or two ago. Um, but also, it doesn't matter. The Sorry. point that I was making still stands that it's not intuitively there for you. The fact yeah. that you have to go in and figure out how to do it means that it could potentially be... I'm not saying it's a huge barrier, but it could potentially be a barrier. Because if I want to just go start this a game for and who? I can't literally anyone it's it may seem like nothing to you listen it may seem it's like because nothing to then, you back then
2: they used to give us the controls the manual with the controls and so everybody would look at the pretty booklet first before playing the game unless you're me and That's i'm the you're same like i oh, pretty putting up lists, the whatever. Menu. you know you,
0: you know i didn't this, play this. it anymore i literally was stuck brandon helped me figure it out and i was like well i'm i'm done with this and that was that I'm
3: going to in a weird way string this back to FF7 because Christy just mentioned instruction booklets. Something I often wonder when I play my dozen hold-up games is how much better would some of these older games better if I had access to the original booklets that came with some Mm. of these games, because a lot of those old games, you know, you're struggling to figure out shit because you don't have the booklet that would teach you all that stuff. They didn't have room in some of those old cartridges to give you those in-depth tutorials. So they would rely on you reading the books. And I often wonder about that. And, and, Back to Final Fantasy VII, I just wonder how much of that I would have been able to uh, pick up easier if I had an instruction booklet in my jewel box, which obviously I don't have because I'm playing on Switch, so you know.
0: There's yeah. That. I'm going to re-download Nintendo 64 Switch Online, and I'm going <laughs> to start it and see what the game tells me. It's going to tell me nothing. Uh, anyway... But what are you going to tell us next time? Next <laughs> that soundtrack? I didn't play Ma- the Mario Majora's Mask again. Um... Because it's old, uh, and that was the only Zelda game I actually really wanted to play, and I still haven't played it. Isn't that a shame? Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about voice actors. Oh, oh. oh speaking of being a sh- speaking of shame. Wait, what's Oh, okay, okay, okay. I actually was gonna mm-hmm. I was actually gonna switch and not talk about voice actors first, but since you brought it up, let's do it. Um. So you guys, ha- like, ha- have you guys seen Bleach? Have you watched Bleach? I'm no like trash anime. Uh,
3: no. Anyway, I'm like two episodes behind
1: <laughs> oh my the dub currently.
0: God. Bleach was my first anime, like my first adult anime, and I loved it. That
1: explains why you can't get into anime. Okay, so
0: Bleach is uh, coming <laughs> out with. <is laughs> Ignoring the bait, man. Just Yeah. Talking. Bleach: The Thousand Year Blood War is coming out soon, I believe. Um. It's out. Oh, it's out. It's it's it's
3: cur- it's currently it's on. Currently well, airing. It's currently airing. The dub is currently airing. Like, the, like Part two of the Thousand Year Blood War just finished sub, but the dub is still going because there's like two or three episodes behind. Thank you.
0: Um. So the English voice for Yorichi in Bleach the Thousand Year Blood War is Anaris... and Aniris. I don't know how to pronounce
3: her last... Aniris, but I don't know how to pronounce
0: her last name. Aniris Quinones, I'm assuming. Quinones. I'm so sorry, okay. Aniris, if I'm saying your name wrong when you watch this podcast. Just... <sighs> send me a dm and tell me how to pronounce it and i will go back and edit this if she if i didn't edit it it means she didn't send me that dm uh anyway uh she is a pretty famous uh voice actress now for voicing some wonderful characters including kimberly and she tried six um she was cast my hero. as uh yes thank you. She was cast as Yoruichi in Bleach the Thousand Year Door, and uh, she posted it on her Instagram, on her Twitter account, her X account, and, you know, got all these congratulations and then... uh uh, i think this week so like a a couple weeks later um she sent another tweet that said hey all the studio and client decided to go in a different direction so i'm no longer voicing yorichi and bleach uh t w t y b w and my recordings will be replaced it's been a lot to take on such an iconic uh woman of color i appreciate all the love i'll still be voicing Hiyori though um, so first, before I go into like the second half of this, just so you guys know, the she's been replaced by Wendy Lee, who is the original voice actress for Yorichi and Bleach. Mm-hmm. Um first things first. How do you guys feel about now Wendy Lee is not black, she is white, as far mm-hmm. as I'm aware. She's uh white Yoru- shit.
1: She's very white. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I was looking at the screenshots and I was like, is that a person in the profile okay, picture? Okay, and
0: Yoroichi is clearly a, a brown-skinned character. Um, so the assumption, I'm assuming, is that because uh, Anna, Anna Iris does a lot of POC. She does, like, lots of characters in general, but a lot of her characters are also POC characters. Um, and it's great to see someone who is POC, voicing POC characters uh, for voiceover. But, um... First things first, how do you feel about a POC character uh, being voiced by a POC voice actor and then being removed from that role to be replaced by a non-POC person? However, with the caveat that 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 non-POC person is the original voice actor. So...
3: Quite frankly, we're going to get into the second half of this in a second, but it's referring to just the first half. Yeah, this situation is an absolute mess because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yoruichi is obviously a very well-known character in Bleach. Mm. And as you mentioned, uh, Wendy Lee originated the role in the dub. She was the original voice of Yoruichi and did it all the way up until the end of the original anime's ending before Thousand Year Blood War. Um, so a lot of people were wondering, hey, when Yoroichi inevitably comes back for Thousand Year Blood War, will Wendy Lee reprise the role or should he recast? And the reason why people even entertain the idea that she might have been recast is because, um, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago when Thousand Year Blood War was starting, that Jameson Price, who had previously voiced the character of Chad, had voluntarily stepped That's down gone. from the role to give, to, let, uh, to allow someone of, of Hispanic descent to actually voice the character but he chose to do that. Like, Viz didn't tell him to do that. Like, he, uh, he, he felt that it was the right thing to do. And so he willingly stepped down from the role. So a lot of people were like, oh, they're going to do the same thing, Yoroichi. And, you know, she her character appeared in the anime. She was cast. She, an Iris voiced her. And people were happy because, you know, it's, again, a person of color voicing a character of color in the the thing. And then they announced that Wendy Lee is is, is, going to be taking it back. And that's where the mess comes in. If they had left it as Wendy Lee, you know, obviously, given the Chad situation, a few people were like, "Mm, why did that one change? But I think people would have been overall okay with it. Now, when Aniris mentioned it, universal praise for the most part. Like, there was a few people like, ah, oh, I missed the original voice actress. But most people, in, uh, as far as, as I was seeing, were very happy that an Iris got it. But then for them to go back, now we're at a point where very few people are, that, people that originally would have been happy with Wendy Lee staying as the role are now like, oh, this is messy. I don't like this now. Especially since Aniris. Like, I saw the one episode, poor Iris. I saw the one episode where she got to actually dub Yoruichi. It was great. She did a great job and so for it to go back to Wendy Lee is like it's a it's it's a, it's not a good look yeah like i think i think if you're asking me personally i think like yeah given that challenge recast i think would have been a good idea to do it with odrich in the first place but again if wendy had stayed and this had not happened at all i would be like eh, whatever yeah, but, I completely
0: yeah. agree. I think it's just been a mess because, like, yeah. if you're giving someone the job and they have the job and they've announced that they have the job because you've given them the okay to announce exactly the job.
3: Let's... That's the worst part. Like, I feel so back. bad for her. I feel so bad for her that she, like, very publicly announced this, got so much praise from her peers and just fans in general. Like, it's a big deal. Like, I mentioned before, Yoruichi is a very popular character in Bleach. So for her to voice this character, huge honor. Huge, humongous honor for a for a voice actress,
0: and so to and so to have to walk it back like like a week later is humiliating. Yeah, I feel and very embarrassing bad for and her. humiliating. Yes, of course. Yeah, and I'm I'm so happy you brought that up because that's actually what I was gonna say. Like, it's not just. Mm-hmm. It's not just that it was handled poorly. It's also, you know, you have to think about her and the job that she got, that she was able to announce it now. She has to, you know, go back and say, sorry, I'm not doing it anymore. Especially after you've already done it and it's already premiered and Mm -hmm. we've already heard it. And it was good! It's not like it was bad. So it's it's a a very difficult situation that Viz Media is in. Obviously we don't know what happened behind the scenes to make this uh, happen. You know, people will speculate because Wendy Lee is a, a voice acting director you know, she's directed voice acting for other things. So people can speculate that she had something to do with it. Um, she goes on to say that it was like a scheduling issue and all this other stuff. Um, uh, any, any more comments about how Viz media handled the situation before I go into uh, the Wendy Lee side of things. This media stinks. No. All right, great. <laughs> so now we, can, now we can go into the rest of it. So after, um, after this was t- tweeted uh, by an iris, um, a lot of other voice actors came out and, you know, they were like, you know, we're sorry that this happened to you. We're sorry to hear this. You know, it kind of sucks. Best wishes to you. Um, and Wendy Lee decided that it would be a good idea to comment on all of those voice actors who are also her peers, um, her own messages to the same. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I, I finally finished downloading uh, <laughs> Mask on my Switch. Let's see. Hmm, okay, I can move forward. Oh, what's the right stick do? Nothing? I don't get it. Oh, it flips this little blue button. Uh, I guess you just like, I don't know. There's no- But see,
1: you're being dumb. Mm -hmm. Why don't you correlate the direction Uh, of the C C stick to the C button? I don't
0: even know what the- what is the C stick? What is The C, the C stick? stick is
1: the right analog stick.
0: No, it's not. The right analog yes, stick. It is. is. This you don't have anything button. equipped. It's not going to do anything. Why the fuck are you yelling at me? I just started the game <laughs> and I'm moving the C stick to move the camera. Because, because that's what you do in normal You're, games oh, you're acting and you know like it's such a Gen Zer. It's oh my goodness. The camera. This is—I no.
1: expect this from my five-year-old cousin or something.
0: The right analog stick moves the camera in almost every modern game, so I use the right not, analog stick. But to it's not a modern game. That's—that's that's your first hey, mistake. It's calling so? it a modern game. I've never played this, so I'm figuring it out. I understand now that I can't move the camera that mm. way. Can I move the camera at all? No, no 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 no, 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 no. R one. Absolutely me not. What's R two do? Oh, absolutely, absolutely not. Um, absolutely not. No, I don't know. Actually, I don't know what R two. Playing is. an N
1: sixty four game and trying to correlate it to modern games is not the same thing All that right, is a so... piss poor argument
0: there's no jump button oh i guess i can't jump no because right. you can't
1: jump in a zelda game you everyone who's played zelda knows attack. that um
0: yeah Unless i, I see Breath these the so you see these yellow yeah, buttons the here the um, I assume yeah. that they would correlate to the D-pad buttons on this. Why would they would be on be that side of the screen then? And guess what? They do nothing. Why the fuck do they look exactly not even, like these buttons? Not even,
1: not even, in modern games do they have why the, the, why the, 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 exactly the, buttons on one like side buttons and the others on this side. Absolutely not. Why the fuck do they look no.
0: exactly like the buttons?
1: They do oh, not look literally. exactly alike! Boy, what they are you not- talking about? These are the same! They do You wanna see- you wanna know why they don't look alike? Because, first of all, in the C1, you're fucking yellow.
0: I'm sorry, there's a circle or a triangle pointing to the direction, and you know what the D-pad looks is like? There, a circle with a triangle pointing to the direction. Is, is there? So, is
1: there a circle- is there a regular circle on the screen that tells you it's the moving stick? No. No.
0: That's why I exactly. know that it's the left analog that can- usually the right one is for camera, but it's not. Yeah, the right one's ones for cameras for
1: modern games.
0: Okay, so where's the instructions to figure out how it works?
1: When you press the suspend menu... Okay, you press
0: suspend, it says continue, load, create, reset, two-game selection. Where?
1: Read the the three on the bottom. Read the three on the bottom.
0: What are you talking about? User guide, back, and okay. User guide. User guide. 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 Oh, look. Once again, it doesn't even correlate to the same shit. It does... Nowhere does it say C button. Since what? Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Where does it say C button? Brandon, do you see a C button anywhere here? Bro, the the bottom right, Yeah, the, the, the bottom yeah, right. The bottom bottom right. and cursor and ZR. It does not say. It's French. telling you me what it
1: corresponds to the point point? Point on the on the oh, controller.
0: As I was saying.
1: You're and, wrong, and come. you know it.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse nice me, dance. anyway. As I was saying, so Wendy Lee decided that she would. Um, I'm just gonna have to buy a Nintendo 64 controller apparently, so I can play this. That's just a waste game. of money at that point. Um, you're still not anyway, gonna finish the game, regardless.
2: Anyway, would any viewers like some popcorn? <laughs> so, what kind of flavor
0: is that? Um, okay, <laughs> yeah, what, what flavor is that actually?
2: It's just regular salted popcorn.
1: Oh, okay. No, the green bag makes it seem... Yeah, like that's sounds I was like, I thought it was a different flavor because it. it was a like, green bag. Yeah, so, yeah, I was like, wait um, a
2: minute.
0: No. So I'm just going to read to you guys some of the replies to yeah, um comment. So uh, someone replied, that's wild, you sounded fantastic as her, and I'm sorry you're going through this. Uh, Kaylee Mills. Um, mm-hmm. And then Wendy Lee responded and said, just maintaining the iconic, vo- uh, iconic character Kaylee, so Kaylee responded and said, this is not a slight uh, slight at you, just a choice to recast and then renege after the fact. Regardless of the reason, it was a really uncool thing to do to Aniris. So Wendy Lee said, no, question mark. And what position does that put me in? <laughs> this is the biz. We all get recast at some point. In this case, it was mistakenly done by the person scheduling. Um, so Kaylee responded and said, I'm truly, honestly, just trying to show support for someone who was hurt, but I'll try to be more quiet in the future. Uh, and then she goes on to say, I'm sorry if what I what I said offended you. Uh, I paraphrased that last one because I don't have the whole thing. Now, there's more, but what mm-hmm. I want to point out is that people are on Aniris's uh, Twitter, you know, just giving their condolences and... The response is Wendy Lee making this about her. When it is not at all about her. Um, so I'll read some more. Uh Chris Tergliafera responded mm-hmm. to Aniris and said, flat out wrong. You deserve better, and we all know it. Wendy Lee responded wrong, in quotes, for Viz Media to maintain the OG cast. Okay, Chris. Sound like a little attitude there. Um Kellen Goff said, I'm so sorry. Uh, for what it's worth, you'll always be my Yorichi. Wishing this to be a blip in the sea of W's for you moving forward. Wendy Lee said, "Hmm, I see. You know what she's like? She's like a a, a really sad supervillain. <laughs> it's just like like trolling people on the internet, waiting for someone to say something. She's like, hmm, I see you don't like me. Wow, you're mean. You don't believe in me. Like no one has said anything about you." Um, so she responded to someone else and said, just following what Viz requested, the uh thought I too might have your support, Tiana. She was responding to Tiana Camacho Vio. Um and then to Xander Mobis, she said, You're really disappointed, Xander, question mark. I see. Um Uh yeah, and then she did go on to delete some of these, but not all of them. You can probably still go to her Twitter and see her replies. Most of oh, these Oh, I still saw there. a few of them still. Um Oh, yeah. She also responded to someone else and said, nothing whatsoever, but uh, I did establish a role years ago. Um, And then to someone else, she said, uh, staff at Studio Polis made a single single casting mistake. Viz wants the iconic OG cast intact. Your friend still has roles and will be fine, I'm sure. Um, And then there's a whole exchange she has with Sandra Mobis, um, who I'm sure most of our listeners have heard from various... uh, games uh but i won't go on the yes. the the point i'm trying to make is how ha- like having heard or read these uh I-, I want you guys' opinion on how wendy lee is handling such t- the situation oh uh what the heck what was is that? oh yeah
1: oh, i know yeah, that okay. so that? this reminds me that. of the of i think her name's katie hopkins um, this is how it feels to be a white conservative woman, and she has a yellow target on her forehead, and someone replied underneath, I actually love this metaphor because it's a fake target, and you have put it there yourself.
0: <laughs> that's exactly. That's what and... this lady...
1: No one said, oh, I can't believe they're replacing you with Katie Lee. That fucking sucks. And she just comes yeah. in, and it's like... It's like you said. She's making it about herself. She's like, oh, you don't like me? Uh, well, fuck you. She should not say that, but...
3: That's... That's... Uh, Gabe, I'm glad you brought that up because that's honestly... <laughs> The best that's honestly sums it up perfectly because here's the thing: what Wendy Lee said, as that this is part of the biz, and that's very true. Like, recastings happen all the time, scheduling issues happen all the time. Like, this is something that happens, it it has happened. And I don't think any of these voice actors or the public at large would have necessarily held Wendy Lee any ill will for continuing to voice the character that she has always voiced up until this point. Um, where the ill will came from is like you said, Terrell. All of her voice actor colleagues and and other fans, you know, you know, expressing their 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 condolences, their heartfelt well wishes. That you know, like we mentioned before, she was humiliated publicly by by this fact that she announced this role and that now she's not no longer doing it. They never. Wendy Lee was not brought up in any of these. They had no. They didn't say anything against didn't her. They just simply her at said, "Hey, like, no, no, no tags. tags. No, her name was not mentioned. They just said, hey, 'Hey, we're sorry this happened. We know this is a, this is a big deal, and then you lost the role.'" And like you said, Wendy Lee made it about herself. And then she's just like, she took for whatever reason, she took this as like a like people giving their support to Aniris as a attack against her and started going after all these people, like as if they were like upset that like that she that she had the, the this role, which that's really not what it was. This really, wasn't really that at all. And I just it's it's hard to see this because. Let's let me just give people our, our listeners a little context here. Wendy Lee is like a legend in the voice acting industry. Yeah. She has been around since the in the nineties. Like yeah. she she was the voice of freaking Faye Valentine in Cowboy Bebop, TK in the original Digimon dub. Like she's been doing this for a long time. So I guarantee you, on nearly all of these voice actors that she went after before this incident, probably really looked up to her. Like, you know, like, cause she was like a legend. They wanted to, um, even Aniris, I think she said at one point, um, said that she really looked to Wendy Lee and was just doing her best to give each the best cause she know that she wanted to do Wendy Lee proud. And then, so for all of this to happen, it's just like, it's a shame. It is a terrible, terrible shame that she had to make it about herself that she took this in such a wrong way. And yeah, it's, it's it's tough to see when you, like, don't meet your heroes sometimes. Sometimes they can be assholes.
0: I think what pissed me off the most about this was her comment about, like, oh, she'll be fine, she can get other jobs. Like, yeah. First of all, there just are very the few like, there are very few POC in anime, like, period. Like, even in 2023. Like, there are definitely way more than there used to be, but even in 2023, there are very few POC, uh, you know, characters in, in anime, just in general. And, you know, the uh, the fact that this is a black character that finally was able to be voiced by a black person and they did a really good job and you're taking it away from them because I understand that it was your role and I understand that it was a mistake uh you make it seem like you're taking it away from them with the way that you're responding as opposed to just being like you know this does suck I'm sorry that this happened to you you know I I I am reprising the role uh just because I was asked to and there was a scheduling issue that could have been it but now it's like you're fine. You don't need this. Like, bitch, you don't need it. Like, you're fucking Wendy Lee. You don't need this role. You don't need to take yeah. this role from a black person who's mm-hmm. now voicing it because of a mistake. You're like Gabe said. You're very white, um, and the character is not. And there are not that many opportunities for that. That's why you know, and Iris is basically doing all the black female actors now because there aren't that many roles for them. You know, she does. Uh, she also does Nessa in the the Pokemon. Um, Yes he does. In the in the Pokemon Um-hmm. Twilight Ring series, yes. yes. Uh, but I think that's what pissed me off the most because it's like oh there are so many other opportunities there might not be for her like if she's being typecast as only being able to voice POC characters then there aren't as many opportunities as there are for someone like you Wendy Lee who can literally go get as many voices as you want like it's not a problem for you you're a veteran here you already have like the credentials you're you're and not only that you have to work with some you are going to probably have to work with a lot of these voice actors that you're tearing down in these comments like it's not like you're doing this to random people these are your colleagues it's not and they're they're telling you we're not against you why are you doing this you're ostracizing yourself for a role that you did in 1990 something bitch like it's really not that but also she's,
2: she's a veteran and the fact that she's acting like this and you're like how old are you
0: Yes, literally!
2: Because she
0: wasn't tagged. Like, you literally had to go in there and read all of these and decided to comment on that. Nobody
2: tagged you with this. why are you reading all this? Just, like, move along or, you know, just be like, you know what? There's scheduling error. I'll let her continue to voice the character. Yada, yada, yada. And just go on with your life. But the fact that she's, like, attacking her peers... And it's, like she was, it's like she
3: was re- it's like she was ready for this like the fact that she wasn't tagged yeah. as she was to this, it's like she you know the yep this ha- this all happened after the new episode of the dub aired with you know wendy lee back as yoruichi so obviously that surprised a lot of people that heard Aniris in the previous episode and it's like whoa she's wendy lee's back what's going on and so Aniris, of course had to make that tweet telling the people that hey i'm not yoruichi anymore i'm sorry whatever and so Wendy Lee, so she, for her to, like, see all this, and, and she must have been, like, I don't know, stalking Aniris's page and whatever, getting ready to, like, have to defend herself. And it's, it's such a thing. By the way, this whole situation kind of reminds me of the whole Helena Taylor situation with Bayonetta. And I also want to be clear about something that I said there as well as, like, you know, it's one thing if you like are well known for role, but no one owns like their character. Like you're 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 given the opportunity to like really give these characters life and voice, it, and that of course, you know you have a connection to them, but you don't own them. Like if an Iris was a Yorichi, then that means she's the character now, and it's like you don't you're not entitled to her just because you voiced her before. Like if Viz wanted to, if Viz really wanted to go in the direction of having an Iris voice Yorichi, then you have no say in that. That's what the, the like they're doing the anime. Uh, they're doing the anime, so they have the say in who's voicing the characters and what they think is best for the role. In this case, um, again, we don't know the exact specifics of what happened behind the scenes. You know, and Wendy Lee claims the scheduling conflicts. Who knows what the full story is? But regardless, Aniris voiced her for an episode and then Wendy Lee took her back. So that's just how it happened to be. But we could have also been in a timeline where Aniris just stayed as Yoroichi. And that's.
2: But that would have been. Yeah. Aniris said that she did a lot of extra lines too for Yoroichi for the character, and that now they're being re-recorded.
3: Exactly. So she did it for the episode that had already aired, and she had done it for future episodes that were going to air. But those recording, like she said, those recordings have been taken off, and now Wendy Lee's doing it. What I don't know is if they're going to redub for the episode that had already aired. I haven't gone back and checked that. But for future episodes that are going to be airing with Yoroichi, it's going to be Wendy Lee, until they say
0: otherwise. It's just so upsetting that you have so many opportunities. Like, you're a veteran, you have so many opportunities. Mm -hmm and like to take one from and i'm sorry that i keep bringing it back to like a poc person voicing a poc character but like to Mm -hmm. me when your colleague is literally like you know what i'll let you know someone of uh hispanic heritage voice this hispanic character because i have other opportunities and you're just like i I was there first i'm a veteran i don't care it's mine like that kind of just also shows you know your your character (laughs) like you're 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 your previous colleagues understand what's going on and you're just like so oblivious to the bigger picture of your decision. Like, and I'm not saying that you had to, I, no one has to give up anything, right? Like if that's your job and you had it and you want to keep it, I'm not telling you to stop it. I'm, I'm not right. telling her to not be a part of it. Like, I don't care if you're, if you're a white actor. But even then, if
2: but even then if this media wanted to you know recast the character with a poc then why are you fighting them on this like it makes you look Mm bad
0: uh we're running out of time so i'm gonna move on um we have just a few minutes left So let's rapid fire this. Uh, Paradox Interactive and harebrained schemes will part ways on January 1st, 2024. Uh, Quote Paradox will retain ownership of the Lamplighters League and other games developed by the studio. HBS will seek new publishing partnership and investment opportunities. Um, I don't even know who these people are. All right. Well, then (laughs) we're going to move on because I don't know. Uh, Netflix has revealed the first look at the live action Fire Nation Royal Family. What did you guys think of it? Look great. Can't wait for this. Can't wait. It looks great. Bruh. I like
3: like like literally like like what the one piece live action has restored my faith in these adaptations, so I'm willing I'm willing to give this
0: a chance. I don't know who casted Fire Lord Ozai, but they really want me to be on his side because that man is fire. Join the fire. Hey, that's
3: that's that's literally what Avatar is about. Like the Fire Nation. (laughs) Exactly. The Fire Nation doing propaganda. The Fire Nation doing propaganda to uh, get you in. They just had an easier time because they have a handsome ass Ozai. <laughs> Bruh,
0: Demian. I will join. I will be. A, I, I will. will Darrell said, will... <laughs> said I will. Darrell said I will wipe
3: out the last Airbender myself.
0: <laughs> I don't know where his wife is right now, but Z- I Z- think Z- Z- his Z- wife gonna <laughs> be, and that's gonna be me. Let me get off bender. Mm. Now I want to watch. You know, I'm so I'm such a simp. Is that what they call him, a simp? Yes, that is
3: the term. Yes, I'm such. A but student. it's fine. We, I'm, we, I'm gonna watch this show. By yes, the
0: way, cool. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was like,
2: uh, yeah. Eh.
0: I watched uh, uh, the other one. It was good. We talked about it last week. Um, mm-hmm. One Piece. Um, and yeah. I was like, yeah. Do I need to watch Avatar? Yeah. Eh. Now, I'm gonna be tuned in day one. Nice I'm game. only watching Fire Nation stuff. Skipping. <laughs> Super <laughs> <laughs> if he's not in this show enough i will be writing netflix you do not waste a character like that um city skylines 2 devs warn players of performance problems quote oh, we man. have not achieved the benchmark we targeted um so we've heard of pr doing damage control on games performance after the fact how do you guys feel about warning players beforehand that their game isn't going to be what they wanted
3: why are bro. you releasing the game? <laughs> That's what i was saying, bro. Like, to be honest, what, what is
0: what? Tell me beforehand. I would prefer that you told me before I got it, and then I found out like see, Mortal Kombat. See,
3: see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That sounds reasonable. What you just said, like, yeah, tell me beforehand if yeah, your game is you like cancel your order. But at the same time, it's like you. If you're told, if it like. We always say that like a game comes out shitty and then it's like, Well shit, why did not you tell us beforehand? But then you're thinking but then when it actually happens, like, well shit, why don't you just delay the game? It's like what's going on here. Fair. Just like like we're we're always like, Well, why don't you do the next worst thing? But then if you're at the next worst thing you're just like, Well, why don't you do the next until eventually you just get to the thing and it's like, why don't you do the the good thing? <laughs> Which the good thing is just like delay the I don't know what's going on here, man. I don't know. And what's you know going what here. sucks I, I, too is yeah.
1: that the game's gonna come out. And, you know, they're like, oh, we told them it's going to suck. So ob- obviously not the developing team. I, oh, I, the, no. Whoever's, uh, I know whoever's in charge of the, yeah, whoever's in charge of, like, the timelines, he'd be like, oh, we'll just use the money we make from, you know, the game coming out to fix the game. That's not going to happen because now you've told everyone, everyone everyone's like, it's like jor said, like, I'm just going to cancel my pre-order or I'm just not going to get the game at all. And now you're not going to make that money back and the game is going to stay shitty forever and you just fucked over that dev team because instead of doing the smart thing of delaying the game, you gave an unreleased product to the public, and I'm like, nah, we're not going to put money on this.
0: So just so we're all aware, the game, I believe, is not going to have issues on PC. It's the console that is going to have um, some performance issues. Delay um, the console version. What are you doing? They did say. Did release it
3: on PC. Like City Skyline is a game that's primarily paid on PC anyway. So just delay the console version. It's 2023. Well... The game is year stacked already.
0: This is what they said, quote, City Skylines 2 is a next-gen title, and naturally it demands certain hardware requirements. With that Uh said, while our team has worked tirelessly to deliver the best experience possible, we have not achieved the benchmark we targeted. Um, And then the article goes on to say, despite this, the city builder won't be delayed on PC as it was delayed on console. And then it says, quote, we've taken the long-term vision of the project into account and feel that a release... Uh, now is the right step, Uh, though no further explanation is given as to why they feel releasing now is the right move. Uh, Quote, we will continually improve the game over the coming months, but we also want to manage expectations on performance for the coming release our ambition is for city skylines 2 to be enjoyed as by as many people as possible and we're committed to ensuring it's uh reaches its full potential so it looks like they've already delayed the game they're not going to delay it anymore which could be you know a number of reasons uh could be Mm. marketing it could be anything you know we 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 came into that issue with um ff14 i believe that had marketing everywhere and then they had to go back and and push off release for a while and it was a whole thing because they wanted it finished um and then we talked about how hard that is because you have marketing deals with everyone and you have all you know all these people that need you to release your game on time um so whatever i guess they're they, they don't have time to release it anymore and they've come under the we'll fix it when it's already out thing but i think this is uh i think this is actually you know commendable um because i do think that gives me as a consumer the right to cancel as opposed to uh, you know cancel and wait for it to be fixed as opposed to a mortal kombat 11 situation i mean mortal kombat 1 situation where i buy it on switch and it's trash and i have no idea how long it's going to take them to fix this i could just you know knowing ahead of time gives the player options um so I, i i prefer that they did that instead of just releasing it and then making a statement after because that's kind of fucked because yeah, at this point
3: i would just love to be a fly in the wall to like know what the actual the, the uh behind the scenes reason why it has to release like now but yeah i guess if, the, if, if 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 whatever they've determined is they they've determined it has to come out now then sure what by all means let, let people know I, I guess that's the best case They can do if it must release now but it's really hard
0: because city skylines is a game that requires a lot on your pc i played the first one Mm -hmm. so it it does require a lot and i think they were just working on getting the minimum requirements to work and then now getting that to work on console i don't know that's from pc gamer i'm moving on um the final fantasy 14 xbox series xs open beta test is scheduled for mid-january to february i will be playing on my xbox so I can tell them what they need to know so they can get more people to play on Xbox so that we can all play Fall Guys and Final Fantasy XIV. And that's where that goes. Final story. Peace. Um, Kevin Feige was reportedly pressured by Disney in announcing new Marvel Studios projects, including Fantastic Four and Armor Wars, during Disney's Investor Day 2020, despite them being nowhere near ready. Kathleen Kennedy was also reportedly pressured into announcing new things as well. Question for you guys... Because as Brandon reminded me, I'm pretty sure we did talk about this uh, in 2020 when the announcements were initially happening. Um, mm-hmm. What do we think about hearing this now that the information is coming out that we know that they were pressured into doing this? Um, and uh, the Kathleen Kennedy was also uh, was reportedly pressured into announcing the new Lucasfilm produ- uh, projects.
3: Yeah, like like you just said, we did talk about this in 2020 about how. It was a weirdly stacked announcements for, from that one D23 where it was just like so many Marvel announcements, so many Star Wars announcements, stuff that they, we know that they, and let's just be real. Let's just be perfectly frank about this. We speculated this back then and it's pretty much confirmed now. 2020 was a rough year for every business and yes. especially Disney. So both consumers and mostly investors were concerned with, Hey, What's going on? Like you know, these like you know, investors always got to make their money. It doesn't matter what the hell's going on, hell or high water. We got to keep making money. So Disney, of course, has to appease these investors to keep the business going. So they got to let them know that you know, despite the fact that we took some big losses from the pandemic, we got some stuff cooking the pipeline. So they were forced to announce all this shit early, like all all this Star Wars stuff that's not coming out Mm. for years still, all this Marvel stuff for years still, all these Disney card animations, whatever, everything. They had to just all these like stuff that they would have never announced at this time. They had to just lay it out there to make sure the investors were satisfied and kept their stocks invested into Disney. That's all it was. That's all it was. So they of course they're being pressured into announcing shit that they weren't ready to, even close to being ready to put out because they had no choice. It's just, an it's just the nature of 2020. I don't think anyone here was particularly at fault. It's just something that had to happen given the state of the way the world was at the time. Like, like, as consumers, obviously, now we're like, well, shit, when this is coming out. But realistically, it's just, you know, it's just what they had to do or to keep their investors keeping the money in. It may not be very consumer-friendly. It definitely wasn't friendly to the producers who didn't want to announce this shit too early. But the investors kept their money in, and I guess that's all it really took.
0: Bro, there's so much Marvel stuff going on. You know what everybody needs yeah. to do? They need to stop. Mm. <laughs> like, they need to stop and slow down, make quality stuff. Don't feel like you need to oversaturate the market uh, because that's kind of what turned me off on Marvel stuff. I was like, oh my God, this is too much. I'm low-key over it. Uh, but that's just me. I'm sure- Loki cool. low-key over it.
1: low season two is streaming
0: on Disney Plus now. I highly, highly regret saying low-key. Oh my God. Um, Glorious purpose. We also need to
2: bring back Rogers the Musical. <clears throat> uh,
0: don't, don't do that. that
2: Put it on Disney Plus, please! Don't do that. I
0: don't know what that so is.
1: It's so
2: great. Yes! It's it. great. It's literally a Broadway
1: it. play of Captain America. Don't do that. I could watch it all day. It
0: great. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I can do it all day <laughs> reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, another reference that goes right. What is that? I don't what I could Captain do this America all day. It says this. Captain America's yeah, just... iconic line. Oh, uh, when he was fighting himself. No, that's. He uh, said it a
3: lot of times. I said,
0: it's, it's a line. He's used it in many movies. It, it's
2: a line. All right, so this is yeah. where I
0: admit I've never seen a Marvel movie. No, just kidding. <laughs> 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 it, it's okay.
2: It's okay. If you watch the musical, Objection! and you will get the song. Just a second
3: ago, you said you're oversaturated. Now you say you've seen nothing. I recommend the book get thrown at him immediately. Huh? Apologist uh, attorney coming out in January. I
0: thought, thought that's what that one. I got that one. I got that one. Uh, t- cool. Like this is a video game podcast. I don't know movie shit. I don't know Marvel shit. Like that was that another way. reference. Um, I got, I got that. Okay, whatever. Anyway, uh, they need to do what Nintendo does. As so does uh, PC the the City of oh thing. God. Just don't announce yeah. it yet, y'all. Just tell the investors, but don't make. Don't that learn from her. Square. I,
2: like, I am so. Just don't learn from Square, like please. Don't learn I'm from just... Square Enix. They now. KH3 so early to announce what Final Fantasy 15 so early Day-day. just just don't learn from Square.
0: How was just no so one happy
3: mentioned Bethesda and Elder Scrolls Six? Well,
0: because we just I
3: think that like, was another thing that they were pressured to do because of Starfield. Well,
0: no, no, I
3: disagree.
1: Yeah, I think Bethesda just be was just being dumb. Like,
0: yeah, I feel like it was one of those things. Oh that yeah, you no, know, they're, they're being dumb. Not I'm not doubting that.
1: I'm not doubting that they were that they're they being were dumb pressured. I'm, I can tell you right now they were not pressured. I think no, they pressured they themselves. They, they were not, like no one was pressuring them to
3: announce. No pressure. They're pressuring themselves. Like, oh, well, what if people want to know about Elsco Six? Bitch, of course they're gonna make Elsco go Six. How much money did you yeah, make I'm on Skyrim? That's why. I like know. no one's gonna I probably would have pressured them to say it anyway. So, but that was before they announced it. Before they got. That's bot- why I said it. it. That's I said. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. Oh like yeah, it. for sure, for sure. A year. If they didn't announce it that year, it would have been announced the next year. Because
0: Bro, of that, that right. but that doesn't count. They make games, and then it takes like you know a long fucking time to make it. And as soon as the dot yeah. comes out, they announce it, and then it still comes out buggy. Like no one bothers yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, but this is like... yeah, but
1: this is no, but this is oh, be, oh, trust me, Elder Scrolls scans, scans fans are still yes. very mad. Like even what? this Y'all is a was. amount of time. Yeah. no this is this is long even for us like we, we <laughs> literally thought it was gonna come within like five years five why six years at so? least it's Bethesda. because okay that's the thing though that's why because five they don't to care about y'all. Usually... no they care
0: about fallout they, they don't, clearly... don't care about
1: y'all and then, like and like the other thing too is that like it's like it's one thing to announce something and then you know slowly like give Images and whatnot. We've literally just gotten the t- the title. We don't even have a title. We just have Elder Scrolls 6 and a bunch of mountains.
0: You mad?
1: I'm bringing to T Absolutely.
0: <laughs> you better go look at
1: No, actually, I'm not even that mad anymore. Like, let me think as long you as I don't care. <laughs> it's then, so I know, I care. No, trust me, I care. No. I would love to play something that's not Skyrim for the 20th time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just started another No, game.
0: you wouldn't.
1: You lie! I'm so
0: sorry for all the headphone <laughs> listeners cuz this episode has just been us yelling so much. Jeez, bro, I, I need to bring know? tea next time.
3: Who's out here enjoying popcorn <laughs> and I'm like They like some popcorn? This tea this this tea is piping hot I but I can't mean I, like, I don't there have a cup.
0: Some games that you know are just going to take forever. Like I, yeah, I, but what it's been Yeah, but y'all y'all know that. Like it's like that's why I don't count but that's the games. I, I feel like they're going to take a million. Well, the way
1: days. they pump out with the way they pump out some of those really weird games in between, I froze. I'm not frozen anymore. Okay.
3: Sorry. Drew, honestly, you made the best argument because, like, we got Super Mario Bros. Wonder announced uh, four months ago. Exactly. And it's out. And, and it's getting rave it. reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's
0: what I'm talking about. It's just everybody. That's, and it. that's great. That's great. And I don't know. I don't remember. You guys have to remind me about when Kingdom Hearts was announced. But I don't feel like it was that long. Kingdom Hearts 3? It had to be, like, Three? a year. Bro, that was twenty. That was twenty thirteen. It came out of twenty nineteen. That was six years. No way. You know why? For real. For real. You're right. Mm -hmm. You know why I forgot about that? It's because they didn't talk about it at all until it was like a year out from launch, and then they started showing the worlds and stuff, and then it was like the lead up. That's why I completely forgot that the announcement was so long ago. Alright, just do that. It was a it, it was a dry
3: season of years, and then arguably oversaturation of news closer to launch. Like, we knew what? every world.
0: Y'all want to talk shit about us not showing anything? We're showing you fucking everything now. This is what Oh get.
3: man, Kingdom Hearts 4 is going to be the same when they're ready to talk about that. Yeah. I, have, I have zero doubt.
0: Do you know, like, okay, last thing I'm going to say, and I can't even say it for real, but that, that Final Fantasy 16 trailer that spoiled a uh, 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 very major character situation, why do they do things like that? Square always does that. He's a do you guys know what I'm talking about?
3: Their their no. final trailer is always this. I never watch the final trailer of a game because they do be showing you just the, the main plot. Never tra- watch the final trailer, of square a trailer with Square Enix.
0: With a with a very big spoiler for a character's fate, and I was yes. like, yes, really? Yes. And yeah, it actually yeah. happened. And I was like, all right, well. There's that. Um, you know there's no. I played the because game for nothing. It, but yeah, it's like movie trailers now. No, you gotta watch it. Just watch the trailer like three times. You see the movie.
3: It You're depends fine. on the movie. Like, like depending. Like, if they have to really market the movie, they'll spoil that whole shit. If they don't think they need to market the movie, they won't tell you anything. Like the Star Wars trailers. It's Star Wars. Everyone's gonna go watch that. So they didn't tell you anything in those Star yeah. Wars trailers. But you go to like uh, untested, untrained, a new IP movie. You'll get the whole movie in the whole trailer. That's just how it is. They tell right. you how much they think you need, want need to
0: know. It's time for us to go. It is um, time to go. We we're gonna have a nice little question next week. I didn't get to it this week. Yes, next. That's fine. Don't do it. Next. Don't um, do it this week. It's been long. <laughs> yeah, we ran out of time. Uh, wonderful chatting with you guys about video games and and nerdy stuff as usual. Uh, thank you. This is uh, a fun one. <laughs> was it? There's a lot of yelling. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> make it fun. I love it. I just need have to break some, some pop tea pop next form, time. Viewer. Please
1: remember, you can always read the, the menu a of the form. game, and it'll tell you what you need to know. Unless it doesn't come
0: bundled with your game. Thank you. Does it need to come bundled with your game? Read the screen. It tells you everything you need to know. Or just be intuitive and not be stupid. Uh, and with that, goodbye, everybody. Did you just insult yourself? No, I was talking about <laughs> not having an. In- no, I was no, because now I have to clarify that I did not insult myself. I was talking about not having an intuitive menu with intuitive controls that match what the fuck is going on. If it was just easy and intuitive, it wouldn't have been a fucking issue. Now, good night, everybody. Yeah, that's crazy. Bye. <laughs>
1: Brandon, Bye, Brandon. Please stop.
0: <laughs>